Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Listen, guys. This is episode eight. Are you as yeah. excited as we are? <laughs> I'm always excited to advise people to shut up and listen to us because, guys, it has been eight phenomenal weeks. We are loving the feedback from you guys. We are loving the suggestions that you are making. And we are loving the motivation that we're seeing with you all. And I cannot tell you how much Jamelia and I appreciate that. I know, that's so true. The other day, I actually mm-hmm. got a message in my inbox from somebody who listened to episode six, I believe. That's the one mm-hmm. where we were talking about no one to fire yourself. And they're like, oh, my God, that episode was straight fire. I was like, really? I appreciate it. So, yeah. yeah. So, um value when people give us feedback it really is um nice to receive that and we appreciate that you appreciate the effort that we are putting in to give you this content and come up with these ideas um and i mean these really are things these are really things that we experience every day yeah at some point in the in business anyway so yeah this these are things that we live we experience we live we we go through it day to day, every day, and we just want to make sure that, you know, you learn from us as much as possible. If you can avoid certain things as much as possible, because this entrepreneurial journey is something else. So if we can be that roadmap for you, you know, so be it. That's what we really want to make sure that we guide you to greatness every single time. Yeah. So with that being said, this ep- this week's episode is such a familiar topic to all of us, and it's all about managing that imposter syndrome when it comes. Oh, that a pesky imposter syndrome that all of us have felt. I've felt it. Carla's felt it. I'm pretty sure you have felt it. And um, it's something that you have to deal with and manage from time to time in your life as your life and your business grows bigger. It's almost as though it kind of comes back. It's like you know this thing that kind of flares up. And you have to deal with. <laughs> so we're going to be talking this week about some ways you can actually manage that, some things that you actually have to do to ensure that when you get into these spaces, these mental spaces where you may be feeling doubtful about your own ability or doubtful that you deserve to win or doubtful that you could actually deliver something, man, just pull out one of these two <laughs> and they, it should be able to help you. So you know, the first thing we're going to do is, is, is that we are going to define what imposter syndrome is. And I think, Carla, you have a, you have a textbook definition. Yeah, well, the thing is, imposter syndrome is really, it's really rooted in fear. And it's really a concept that is, that really describes people who are marked by an inability to internalize their accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud, right? So... I mean, what I've found with myself and my colleagues and a lot of my clients is that the more knowledgeable and the more experienced you are in your industry, the stronger the feeling of imposter syndrome. Because for some reason, we think, oh, my God, is this really happening? Am I really as good as as I think or as other people think I am? And what if I'm not? And then all these feelings of self-doubt come. So... Let it be said that frauds don't feel imposter syndrome. They do not. <laughs> because as Jamila said, as we were chatting, 
They're living the fraud life, right? So if you feel a constant fear of being exposed as a fraud, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You are phenomenal at what it is that you do. Congrats. Mm-hmm. And you are not alone. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but that's that's true. You know, some people they have become so adapted to being a character that they're not that they don't feel a certain sense of imposter syndrome. You know, they boldly go where every other front has gone before. But today we aren't talking about them. Today we're talking about you and how you can actually kind of manage that kind of how you can actually manage um, the imposter syndrome. And I just want to put a disclaimer. We are not psychologists. This is, these are just things that we have used in our own lives and ways that we remind ourselves of just who the F we are. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was wondering. So, um, so the first thing we actually have on the list is... What was the first thing we have on the list, Carla? <laughs> Support. And community. It all comes down to support and community. Yes. Yes. So support and community is really important when you are um, building, building a business, building a brand. That's really critical. And support, support from the point of view of having the right type of people in your network and mm-hmm. the right type of, seeing the right type of imagery, seeing the right type of examples around you and using those as the sources of motivation, inspiration, right? So that's one type of community that you need to have. And then the second type of community is that you need to have a community of followers, fans, and supporters. So yeah. that's a community that is critical as well. And the first, the first group of supporters, you know, those would be um, your colleagues, your other entrepreneurial friends. You know, those would be the ones who you can actually have. Um, B2B conversations with. So they may not necessarily be like a super close people, but it means um, those people who can really understand, um, you can actually, how should we, how should I say, you can bounce thoughts off of them and they will be able to relate. Uh, I think it's important for us to be able to open up. That's another thing too, to be able to open up, to, to voice and say, yeah, I'm having these challenges or yes, I'm having these doubts. Um, and have 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 a team of people that you know that can say, well, you know what, we we understand, we can relate, we know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah, and I think to um, that having that community and having that support, they could reassure you that one that your feelings are uh, are real, very mm-hmm. real, but two also that you know. You are, a, you are good at what it is that you do, right? You have accomplished so much. You've helped so many people. You've done X, Y, and Z. You know, you've made certain strides in your business. So you've, you're good. And they will constantly remind you of such. And sometimes that's all we need. We just need a little reminder here and there. So even though you feel a certain way or you feel like, can I really do this? Are people going to figure me out? for lack of a better term, they can reassure you and say, there's nothing to figure out. You are the real deal. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Because sometimes our brain tricks us into thinking certain things. And if we're left alone to our own devices, well, we all know what can happen. 
of that if mm-hmm. ever we're in that situation. But once you have that positive reinforcement constantly, right, you'll be able to pull yourself out from feeling feeling so negatively that it affects, mm-hmm. it will positively affect your, your steps forward. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I think, I think um, that is, that is definitely true. You want to be able to have the right type of people to speak the right type of things into, I guess, your, your spirit and your mind and your heart. I know yeah. I've been looking at now, I've been doing some writing recently and some planning of an event that I have coming up in August and I will def- definitely tell you all about that soon but it's a big event I want you to keep listening to this podcast and keep following me on social media to see okay. but like, one of the things I've been looking at is how confidence is an immeasurable measure and it's so important for us to have it so like you know, when it comes to um, business, uh, we always look at data. We always look at the numbers. You know, what's the bottom line? What's it, how are we doing with sales? How are we doing with expenses? How are we doing with data? How are we doing with likes, comments, shares, tweets, whatever the case may be? But one of the key ingredients that we need to have that we cannot measure is confidence. Mm-hmm. There's no scale you can measure that on. There's no uh, uh, temperature gauge. Uh, there's no... No other instrument you can actually measure that on. You can't say, well, I'm feeling 10 C's of confidence today or 50 C's or whatever the case may be, right? You just have to know you are who you are. You just have to you use the tools that you have around you to build yourself in that direction. And it's really critical that you keep that in mind and build the community in a way to be able to help provide you with that because we are like batteries, right? If we don't have the right energy around us, um, if you're not plugged into the right energy source, we will become drained. We definitely will become drained until the point where we we run right out, and then we we've lost our our drive, motivation to even do what we were destined to do. Now, some people just get burnt out and lose their whole drive. That's because you know mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't build their structures properly. They didn't have, um, among other things, the right support and community to be around them to support them and also they didn't actually yeah. build the, the loyal community of people who are ready to defend them you know everybody needs their own um army their own beehive they, you know everybody needs that everybody needs that um whether that is a, a big beehive or just a few with you everybody needs to have that everybody needs to have that for sure yeah and i think also we should mention you know try to follow people who have made it you know people like your Tyler Perry's and your Oprah Winfrey's I mean they experience imposter syndrome I mean you could google that and you can find out right they actually Mm -hmm. experience it but they live their purpose every day they live their values every day and they give you that motivation whether it's through videos or, or however it is that they do it on social media and that's something to hold on to if it is that you have to maybe take in a video every so often to kind of reset or recharge, as you say, Jamila, and help you just get refocused on what it is that you have to do. So, I mean, personal support and community is great, but let's also look outside. These people that are, that are and were doing it and making a living and still experiencing imposter syndrome, they can help guide you as to what it is that they're going through and how you can overcome it as well. Yeah, that's very true. 
Mm-hmm. And as, as we on the topic of relationships, you know, we want to also talk or jump into and talk about the close relationships that you build, the one on ones, the core people, yes. you know, the people who really, who really, the ones who you go home to, the ones who you check in with every day, the ones who you have long conversations with on the phone before recording podcasts, you know. <laughs> the ones that you really want to be able to have is really important to be able to have those types of relationships because really social circles are built in layers, right? Just like, you know, if you mm-hmm. have a lasagna or something, as the best thing I could think about because I'm seeing a picture of a lasagna in front of me right now, but um, everything has its layers and there would be need for community, but there's also a need for close-knit um, type of support that you need. Uh, that's why sometimes, not, not sometimes, that is why it's important who you choose as a mate, uh, you know, your husband, your wife, or whatever the case may be, your spouse, is important. I mean, you can't choose your family, but you can certainly choose the people you spend, who you, can, who you build close relationships with. And those people play a big play a big role in you believing you can or believing in yourself. Those are the people who are supposed to, again, who you're supposed to be able to plug into to recharge. Just like sometimes they may be doing something that they need, they need a source of support or they need to recharge it themselves. So you definitely want to pay attention to the close relationships that you form and the ones that you build. Eh? Yes, definitely no energy drainers, definitely no energy suckers, definitely no naysayers. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people who can give us positive reinforcement, people who can guide us back and put us back on the straight and narrow. And that might look like family, it might look like friends, it may look like whatever. But from the time you feel, there are just some people you could just feel their energy. I don't know if you guys understand what it is I'm trying to say you could feel every time you talk to this particular person you just feel energized and you're ready to go right yeah that's the type of people that you need in your life just a two-minute conversation with them and you're motivated right keep those people close call them every day if you have to right but those are the type of people that you want those are the types of relationships that you want to build right and that's the kind of energy that you want because you won't have time to feel like an imposter if you're energized and you're motivated and you're ready to move forward. And I think that's kind of like what Jamila is saying. You need to be able to find somebody that could help you really recharge those batteries. Yeah. You know, I saw somebody post something on Facebook recently. I think it was maybe sometime today or something. And the person said um, they were talking about if people marry for, for money. And I said, so I replied and I said, yes, no, marriages are marriages, business arrangements these days. So I said, yes, of course. Like I, I said, when you strip it down to its bare bones, it is, right? So that is why empires were built on empires and built on marriage. And that's why some cultures have a very strong, strong advocacy for arranged marriages because they know what it is. And he says, well, and then I said, if you don't take into consideration the type of person, I said, okay, maybe at a very basic level, that's what it is. I'm not saying that's all that matters, but when you really think about it, it is very important who you choose to spend your life with. It's very important that you choose wisely. Right? And that, that goes beyond the whole notion of money, but it really, the person who you choose to spend your time with and from a, from a relationship point of view really has a major impact on your business. It really yeah. has a major impact on the way you feel about yourself, the way that you... Um, process information, the way that you handle stress, the way that you deal with 
um, situations that you're unsure about. I mean, there are people who can't even talk to who they are dating about something that is going on with them for whatever reason. Maybe they don't have that type of rapport with the person, with, even though I don't know why they would be dating them if they don't have that rapport. But there are some people who don't. You know, it, it may be beyond dating. It may be a husband, it may be a wife. And however the relationship is set up, it's not easy for you to actually have certain discussions with them. Maybe they have no interest. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they are secretly jealous. You don't know. Um, but there are some people who are in relationships um, and not just intimate partner, partner relationships, but they may be living in a place where that is impossible. So it really is important for you to, for the relationship that you have a choice to make that you know that that affects the way that not just the way you um, feel about yourself, but that then further impacts the decisions you make and the, the mm -hmm. quality of service you deliver. And even if you even stay uh, stay in the business or stay in the, the line of expertise that you're in, because there's some people who will seriously make you doubt yourself by um, planting seeds of doubt in your head. Could, you could really do that. So you think, you, you think I, I think you better forget that, yes? You know, there are some people who would say those things and if, as particularly if it's, a, if it's an, a situation where you already feel somewhat insecure about it and you're looking to them mm -hmm. to pour more positivity onto you and they just reaffirmed, you know, that shatters you a lot. That really does throw you off your game. So you really want to be around people, as Carla said, who will energize you. And if that's the people they have around you, maybe time to take. Maybe. I mean, we, we grow and we, we mature and we evolve in our business. And sometimes, sometimes we grow and we evolve um, out of the circle of people oh, that yeah. we are in. Right. And that doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. It just means that we can no longer depend upon them for that, the type of support that we need. And you may need to now look for a new level of friends or a new circle of friends to help you build your business. And building your business, having that support through relationships is vital. So don't feel bad if you now have to look for a new circle. It means that, you know, you're growing and you're evolving. Yeah, and that's only a positive thing. That's only, that will only ever be a positive a thing. A positive thing, yep. Definitely. So don't, let that, don't let that don't ever be don't ever be made to feel badly about evolving into your purpose mm -hmm. you know Agreed. Or, or growing and becoming more um and don't let anybody ever feel like don't let anybody ever make you feel as though you don't deserve to evolve into your purpose because as long as you're doing the work and you're delivering good service you very well deserve and it's only a natural progression of things for you to evolve more strongly into your purpose yeah yeah so, so what else can people do to, to, to deal with imposter syndrome? Well, one of the main things is do not overcompensate. Do not take on so much and try to do so much that you have to prove to yourself or prove to others that you can do it because it's not going to work. You can't do it. You can't do it all yourself. You can't do it all on your own. And you're setting yourself up to fail. So mm -hmm. one of the things, like, I was doing a lot of research on this topic. And um, there's an expert by the name of Valerie Young. And she actually put, um, 
persons who experience imposter syndrome into five categories, right? And they're all related. So one is the perfectionist, the ones that everything has to be perfect. If it's not perfect, oh my God, right? There's the superman or the superwoman, right? And um, they're convinced that they're phonies among the real deal colleagues. So if you think of the whole Clark Kent thing and they have to put on this whole um, costume to, to feel a certain way, right? There's also the natural geniuses, the rugged individualists and the experts. But what they all have in common is that they think that they can do it all. And if they don't do it all, mm-hmm. people are going to find them out right Mm -hmm. so they take on too much and they do too much and they I mean I wish you guys could see my hands right now right (laughs) and they just basically want more and more because they have to constantly prove to themselves and prove to other people that they can do it but the more they take on is the more frustrated they get because no man is an island unto himself right there's only so much you can do between eating and sleeping and your family that you can dedicate to your business So in your effort to try to not come across as an imposter, you may very well come across as an imposter because you won't be able to do all the things that you're taking on. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're a workaholic like me, that is difficult. That is extremely difficult because Mm -hmm. you want to say yes to everything because you don't want anyone to say, how dare she says no to me or Mm -hmm. She thinks she's too big for me, so she can't help me. And I understand. I understand that because I feel that way too sometimes. But you have to realize as a business owner and an entrepreneur, you have to say no to certain things. If you're going to live in your genius, you have to say no. And I think we did a podcast on that recently. You have to be able to say no to certain things and not try to take on all of these things just so that you won't feel like an imposter. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. And so the constant need to have, the constant need that you feel to prove yourself, um, so that's so that people could say, people could give you a round of applause and say, yeah, yes, you see what she did or you see what he did, you know? Um, so you shouldn't feel as though you have to constantly do top your last performance every single time so people, people will keep... Um, seeing you as somebody who's worthwhile or worthy or feeling like you know you're deserving because you know sometimes there was there was as a quick story there was a time I was working for someone and I remember one time um she made a comment I'm not quite sure if she's I'm not quite sure if she said it to my face or I overheard her I really can't remember but I remember her saying something something about somebody deserving their salary. And the thing is, in that time, I was so like working so hard to try to prove myself all the time because, I mean, I was new, I was an intern, and I, there are lots of things I really didn't get, and I messed up a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but that person didn't have any patience at all. They, would, they were, um, let's just say I, I left that place with, a bit of an emotional scar, <laughs> right? A bit of an emotional scar that I still remember up to this day. And even though I've, even though I'm over over it in a sense, um, it definitely taught me a lot. And it taught me how much you can 
trying to how much how much trying to equate deservingness with certain things could destroy people because if somebody mm -hmm. has a bad day or if somebody wasn't able to accomplish something at a particular time doesn't make them less deserving doesn't make them less deserving of the things that they, they, they are supposed to get you know because we are we aren't always going to get everything perfect every time especially if we are new to a situation especially if we are um not used to a particular thing now if you're as an entrepreneur, you may want to spend some time testing and seeing how things how things go. But remember, as an entrepreneur, you are also responsible for speaking into the spirit of people who are working for you. And I'm speaking particularly okay. here for the young people who are coming up on the not necessarily a contractor or whoever, right? But it's also important to 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 while you don't want anybody forcing you to almost dance a corporate jig or dance a work jig to prove that you deserve the money that you are requesting for your services, you know, you don't want to do it to others either. And they don't want to equate this idea of deserving um, compensation only if um, a certain thing has happened. Now, I'm not saying that people should pay you if something isn't complete or something isn't done well or whatever, but don't think you don't deserve, you don't qualify to want those things or you don't qualify to be able to access certain things. So mm -hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to cut the whole idea of deservingness with a certain um, outcome, result, or that type of thing. Know that you are, it's okay for things to happen. It's okay for failures to possibly happen because sometimes they do happen. And you know what you do? You go back and you fix things. It doesn't make you less deserving because you may have, you may, you may have had spend, you may have had to spend a little bit more time or something, fixing something or doing something. These things happen. These things happen. Mm -hmm. So don't beat yourself up about it. And don't always try to constantly be proving yourself. If you have to always prove yourself to people, I don't think those are the people that you want to work with. Agreed. You know, don't, I don't, don't, feel, don't feel like you always have to prove yourself. Don't always feel like you have to say yes because if you say no, it's the end of the world. You know, you just have to, as they say, pick your battles. You have to choose what's best for you what's best for your business, what's best for your sanity, what's best for your time and your workload. And don't let the devil of imposter syndrome fool you into thinking, I have to do all of this because if I don't, they're going to think something. No, that is the devil. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Move away from that. And you know what? As we mentioned before, if that's how you feel, Talk to your community, talk to your support network, talk to the people that you have relationships with. They will be able to guide you. They'll be able to tell you, you know what? You don't need this right now. It may seem like something great, but you don't really need this right now. Because no doesn't mean no. No can also mean, you know, maybe Not later. Not. So they'll be able to advise you. So you don't feel that emotional connection where, Oh my God, if they say, if I say no to this thing, oh my God, no, they'll be able to tell you, relax, it's fine. You're not coming across as rude and you're not, you know, you're not a fraud. You just can't handle this right now. And that's a fact. Yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So, with that being said, I want to talk about the, the, uh, the other solution that we have for um, imposter syndrome. And that's really taking time to celebrate your wins. Take time to celebrate your wins. 
look back and see the things that you've done and um, take time to celebrate accomplishments in the moment. And I know that's something that I have been guilty of not practicing, you know, until my mentor one day, she said, you were able to accomplish. I think there was one time I was looking for um, an intern and in one week I was able to get like three. And she's like, last week you had no staff. This week you have three members of staff. That was a week ago. And we <laughs> came to celebrate that. And I said, mm, all right, I will do that. She said, you never even stop to celebrate. And, and on, the, on, on that particular day, I, I was in a bit of a funk. And she said, you don't even take the time to celebrate. And I never really thought about that because you're always trying to beat the clock when it comes to um, things happening and you, okay, I need to make more money this month. I need to do this. Or I need to do that. Or I need to accomplish this project, you know, and you're always in a constant state of going after the next thing. You know, but sometimes it really, it really is important for you to take time and celebrate the wins and, 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 and you know, say that, yeah, I am, I am, I am that. I am that person. <laughs> I am that chick. Like, that's me. Me. Yeah, this, this, this one is actually my favorite because what I usually do, and this is not me being vain, I literally Google myself. I Google myself. I Google my business because sometimes when you do that, you are reminded of the things that you have accomplished maybe a year ago, two years ago. And it's like, oh my God, I remember when I did this and I remember how it felt. And I don't even remember doing this interview. Oh my God. And then you read the interview and you just smile to yourself. And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel and that I could be able to look back and see all the different things that I've done, all the different places I've been, all the different people I was able to help. Sometimes just the kind words that people leave on your timeline about how you help them, that makes you feel good. It's like, yeah, I'm actually doing something, right? Um, a lot of times for me, when I Google myself, I find myself on different directories you know, marketer, advertising person. It's like, oh, how did I get here? Only to find out that they've been monitoring me or following me and they thought that I was fantastic and they decided to add me to their direction. I didn't even know. It's weird what happens and what you find when you Google yourself. Because I understand, as Jamila mentioned, you know, celebrating in the moment could be hard. You know, you don't really see it. It's mm -hmm. almost as if, you know, you're standing in the road and you're looking directly in front of you. You can only see the road ahead. But if you're mm -hmm. on a height and you're looking down at everything and you could see all the landscape and all the houses and the flowers and the trees and everything, it's a fantastic view, right? It's a fabulous view. And that's what, to me, that's what Google does to me. It shows me, hey, look at the progress that I have made. Look at the things that I have accomplished. Look at all the things that I've done. Look at all the people that I've helped. And I don't have time to feel imposter, um, imposter syndrome because I'm, I'm seeing right before my eyes, I've done all of this. Done it. Yeah. Those memories are like, you know, they live on. And the thing with, the yeah. thing, the thing with social media is that you can look back because the other day I was looking at my LinkedIn content and some LinkedIn shows me that I've written like about 26 or 28 articles since I've been using their platform. And I mean, that's not a lot by, by other standards, but you know what? It actually had me thinking, like I, I can't remember actually penning 26 articles. And so I went back to the beginning. I went and I looked through all because 
they will usually show you the most recent, I would say, probably between five and 10, 10, probably even less than that, right? Probably between five and seven. So I went back and I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked back. And the first article I wrote was in 2014. That was six years ago. And guess what the title was? It was personal branding. And I said to myself, because I'm, I'm seeing more and more, I, I, and I definitely have to say that over the last four years, um, I have seen more people speak about personal branding on their social media. I'm not saying that they weren't there before. It's just that they probably, I wasn't in their network, they weren't in mine. But now I'm seeing a lot more people actually talking about the importance of personal brand. And sometimes I say, well, these people are so much more experienced than me. I see them doing things and I'm like, I want to be able to do some of these things that they are doing, but I can't because for whatever reason, I may not be able to have, I may not have the resources that they have or they, my skill set will not be as sharp as theirs or whatever the case may be. And then when I look back and I say, but, but wait, you've been talking about this for six years, long before all of these people were even a part of your network, long before it was even a thought that LinkedIn was a platform to really bring people together. And I'm like, okay, I think you know more than you actually give yourself credit for. And mm. as a result of that, I, I know I feel I feel better. So I suppose it's a little bit like Googling yourself, except that you're looking within your own network. <laughs> and looking back at the thing. I mean, Facebook gives you memories sometimes, but with LinkedIn, you have to go and look back for yourself. So it really is um, really is good to go back, to take a, take a hop in a time machine and go back to see what you would have written, especially on platforms like... Um, LinkedIn that doesn't really bring back memory, so to speak, like the way Facebook does. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of things disappear down our timeline. Or a platform like Instagram that is easy for you to scroll to the bottom of the feed. You know, LinkedIn is something you really have to spend time going through. Even a Facebook page is something you have to spend time going through. But once you take a look back at the amount of projects, and that's something that I um, had taken to doing, going back and seeing the projects that I was involved in, or if I go through my computer and I look at the pictures in my machine, I'm like, wow, this is from this event, that event. I remember when I hosted this. I remember when I was a part of this. I remember when I conceptualized this idea and who was involved. And when I pull back all those pictures and people are like, wow, we really have been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to feel afraid that, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. And people believed in us then and people still believe in us now and we, we're going mm -hmm. strong, you know? So... Yeah. So definitely get into the habit of celebrating your wins in the moment because, I mean, let's all celebrate when it happens. But also looking back, I always make it my business on my birthday and at the end of the year to look back at all my accomplishments that I've made. And sometimes, sometimes it's so much that I actually forget <laughs> that I did certain things. It's like, Oh, yes. And people have to remind me, oh, yes, you did this and you did that. So get into the habit. I mean, you don't have to be as rigid as I am, but get into the habit of look of looking back and seeing the progress you've made. You know, the first video versus the video you did now, the first post versus the post that you did, you're doing now. You know, mm -hmm. the things people have said on your timeline, you know, or, or messages that they've sent in your inbox or via email and just just take a moment to reflect and be like, yeah, I did that. I remembered doing this. I remember how this felt. And trust and believe you will not have time to feel anything but, you know, proud 
and accomplished in yourself? For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, um, those are the solutions. For, I mean, I'm sure there are things more. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. we, like, we are like a, we have a, a four-step duo. We like to do things in four steps, in four pieces. And um, so, as an overview, you definitely want to get the support and build a strong, positive community around yourself, right? You want to build strong primary relationships as well. Those are really important. Um, get people you can actually talk to about the things that may be going on in your head. And how should I describe that? Um, safe spaces. You know, people say that. Um, so you, you want to get a safe space when it comes to relationships. You also want to um, stop trying to prove yourself every single time you're doing too much or trying to, as we say, trying to play hero. As we say in Trinidad, trying to play hero. I want to do everything because, you know, you want to show people that you could do this thing. But that's really deep rooted in a place of insecurity because you're afraid that what you may be rendered as irrelevant or unworthy or undeserving of what you um, should really get. So don't try to overwhelm yourself with thoughts of, you don't deserve this because I wasn't able to finish. I wasn't able to hit every single target, right? You probably wouldn't achieve, you probably wouldn't be awarded the first prize, but to say that you don't deserve to be recognized for the work that you actually did, I think that is not that's incorrect. Appreciate yourself for the, for the for the amount of things that you've actually done and make a goal to do better next time. That's all. Mm-hmm. And of course, finally, take time to celebrate your wins. Have a good time. And that also encourages balance in your life too. It's not always about work, 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 work. And becoming a dull boy like Jack. All work and no play. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Google yourself. And see what see what see what's out there. You know, sometimes you really you really do get coverage that you don't realize that you did, and uh, you may forget things. So like sometimes I Google myself and I see you talk about the Google yourself. I see myself and things that I would have done in my corporate life where I may have been I don't know to check or I may have been uh, quoted in an article or or so, even past articles in newspapers I would have been covered and I'm like wow I forgot I did this you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean definitely want to do those things so. Yeah. I'm sure for this week, Carla, any final thoughts? I just want to throw in there, you know, lean in your community as well. Your community will tell you, you know, your people will tell you how you've helped them, you know, the transformations that they have um, experienced while working with you or even following you. Because a lot of people, they draw information and inspiration from the posts that you write or the videos that you've done. And you may have never actually worked with them one-on-one, but they're looking up to you and they may message you or email you or write a, a, a post and say, you know, you are so fabulous. You, you don't understand how you coming online every so often or every day has truly helped me. And, you know, let that motivate you. Let that push you forward. Let that inspire you to keep moving forward. Because as I mentioned previously, the more experience and knowledge you have is the stronger you're going to feel this imposter syndrome setting in. Don't. Don't let it set in. Because you are good enough. You are fabulous enough. You are knowledgeable enough. And you're inspiring so many people. So don't give up. Don't give in. And don't give up. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning into our show this week. 
And yes. um, oh my god, we are almost at episode soon, it'll be at episode 10. I'm going, we have to do a celebration, but we'll we see <laughs> thank you for tuning in and thanks for um listening, thanks for being here, and thanks for shutting up and listening. And listening. Bye. Next episode, we'll see you guys. Bye. It's time to shut up and listen with your host, Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson, the podcast where we get real about marketing, personal branding, and life as an entrepreneur. Carla, you ready? I'm ready. It's time to shut up and listen. Let's go. You have just been enlightened and entertained by Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson on the Shut Up and Listen podcast. We expect that you will be listening next week. To keep up with us while you wait, connect with me, Jamila, on social media by searching J Bannister Branding on Facebook, JB Branding on Instagram, or Jamila Bannister on LinkedIn. To keep up with Carla, search for Carly Media on Facebook and Instagram or Carla Williams-Johnson on LinkedIn.